Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find Nick and I on most platforms at HyperClean Store. Best way to get in touch, though, go to the HyperClean Specialist Group on Facebook. Interact with us there. Shoot us an email, info at hypercleanstore.com. And I'm diving into some Elysian. Elysian, not space dust. This is dank dust. And... It's dank, no doubt about it. Before we get into it, though, uh, Dustin, man, uh, congrats on picking up the boat. It did look like you had a fun weekend. What was Nashville like? Uh, the, it's a fun little town going through the Strip. I know I saw some photos of you there on the Strip. Did you did you get lost at the Honky Tonks? What do you think about all that? Uh, we hit a couple places. Um, oh, shoot, where was it? We went to uh, Kid Rock's Honky Tonk Bar. That was cool. Um, then we eventually ventured up to, uh, I can't remember the, it's like this random alleyway off of the main strip and found this guy like raw country. And we sat there for a couple hours and just listened to this dude play. And, uh, every, every song that I could throw at him, he knew. <laughs> so from Jamie Johnson, Tyler Childers, he, he knew it. And, uh, I, I really enjoyed it versus some of the bars, man. It's, Eh, not too much of a, a big fan of what we've seen at Kid Rocks. Uh, but they had three different levels, which was really cool. Uh, we're actually going to plan to go back and spend the weekend there when we don't have the boat, the truck, <laughs> everything else, worrying about whether I'm going to come out to my wheels being stolen or not. So uh, it was a good time, though. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it would be kind of different taking a boat up through there, wouldn't it? Well, we were, we were about two miles outside of downtown. So we just Ubered everywhere. Um, it wasn't bad. Wow. Nashville is fun. Did you get some of the Nashville hot chicken? Uh, I did not. I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big spicy guy. Mm. Yeah, but it's legendary, especially if you like uh, fried chicken, it's Nashville has some really, really great fried chicken. I'm, I don't, I don't know if I'm back allowed in Nashville. It's been, uh, for me, when I've gone up there for the car wash show, listen, I've had maybe a little too much fun. There was some late night Uber rides back from other places that, you know, <laughs> you're just standing out there in the middle of the strip and suddenly people start walking up and talking. Next thing you know, you're in a car with a bunch of, you know, anyway. Hey, there, there's, a, there, you know. there's a country song called I Ain't Ever Had Too Much Fun. <laughs> oh. Uh, I guess you Listen, can't I, have too much fun in Nashville. Sure. As long as you don't end up in a police cruiser. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it where the, the girls go and celebrate somebody's getting married? What's that? Uh, Mark, no, uh, oh, bachelorette party. Yeah, I think that's a regular occurrence there in, in oh, Nashville. Absolutely. So it, uh, it's they're a lot of fun. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> Marty's one of those guys. Hey, you guys having a bachelorette party? Let me join No, you. I was just standing outside with my customers. <laughs> We, we, I mean, we, my car wash customers, we'd go up there and we'd go to the car wash show and yeah, you'd just be going around through the bars, hanging out. And I was just sitting out. We were just hanging out outside one of the bars. And it's like, here they come. 
Here we go. I told, later. Wife, <laughs> I told my wife, I said, it's a great thing that I didn't visit this place in my younger days. There you go. <laughs> and I was probably even older than you. <laughs> this is many moons ago. Let me say that, right? I'm right. A long time like two years ago. Man, oh man. All right, so this beer, Elysian Dink Dust, right? Uh <clears throat> You think I've had, I've had that before too. You've had it, Derek. What do you think? Yeah, um, it definitely has that uh, that weedy smell. Dude, it's 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 but, a lot, right? Yeah, but it's, I don't know if it's actually made with, with like marijuana. Is it? No, there's no way they could do that and then sell it through the gas station. That's where I got it. I was I was pretty crazy that it was an eight point two that I picked up at a gas yes. station. I was. <laughs> That was impressive. Uh, no, they, you can't. No, it's all flavoring. It has to be. That's a profiles. But it made me think because, I mean, I opened up and you're right. That smell is just you. You literally, it's. I mean, that's a perfect word. Dank. Like it's. It's a dank, dank smell. It's. It's really incredible. Um, <laughs> in a strong way. And then you drink it, and yeah, you almost feel like you're tasting. Like if you could think of what bong water would taste like, there was like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a different flavor, and it, it made me really think. Like, how do I get this out? And I go, huh? You know what? How do you guys get that dank smell? And I love it that Dave, Dave, thanks so much for hopping on. You sent me a message that you might be hopping on. So, listen. It, there's quite a bit of dankness up there in Colorado. You know, when you get into a car that's got, and let's just go, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, the dank dank. It could just be, we could just use the term dank, like strong, like, Hey man, that's some strong stuff. Like it's a dank smell. What, how do you guys get out smells? Cause there's a lot of different ways to do it. I know we've talked about before Dustin, I think you and I even talked about ozone and then there's this, there's little things now that you can you can put some water in. They got some capsules and they fizz up and it shoots out. Then there's the traditional, you know, put down a, an aerosol can and pop it and let it fog up and fume. I mean, there's so many different ways of getting smells out. Dave, you know, especially with you up in Colorado and the marijuana smells. I mean, how do you guys handle the the strong odors in cars? What do y'all do? Um, can you hear me okay? Okay, we use the ozone, and then we made a mistake of uh, heavy steam one day. I don't know if it if it pulled it out or what, but it saturated every bit of that car with that smell. But we tried steam and very hot steam, and I nobody got high off of it. But boy, we all got sick, and I mean sick off of that off the hot steam in that car she was headed back to minnesota and she had to get the smell out so we ended up ozone and and then we've also done the little uh bombs inside there but uh, i don't know if that steam was something that you know i'm not a smoker and i don't do it but if that day was it that was made us sicker and all get out hmm. yeah it's crazy i don't know if you could reinvigorate that and smell it i don't i don't that is strange, or maybe if it was just the smell all combined. I'm not sure. That is an interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Definitely I don't, know. don't do steam. <laughs> it, it made that car stink so bad. <laughs> but ozone. 
That's what you traditionally go with is ozone? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Lucas, what about you, man? Uh, when you get a car that's maybe it could be dankity dank or it could just be like somebody smoked in it or, you know, there's, there's bad ones where the dog was in it and something happened. You don't really know. I mean, a strong smell of urine. Mm. Oh, that's tough. To yeah. Deal thanks. With. What is it? How do you handle smells? Uh, for any smell that's not tobacco or like a smoke smell, I'll use a chlorine dioxide bomb. Um, if it's a, a non-smoke smell, I'll use my ozone machine and save my ozone bombs for the smoke smells. The chlorine dioxide bombs tend to be a little more effective. And I've, I read a few things recently that said that ozone reacts negatively with smoke particles and can cause some health issues. So I, I mm. just do the, I, I just was like, well, I got these smoke bombs anyway for, or for the, uh, for the semi trucks that I do for one of my commercial accounts. Cause I don't have time to let an ozone machine sit on site for three hours and then come back to the shop and then go get it. So I just drop a chlorine dioxide bomb in those. So I've started using those and they're, I'd say a bit more effective anyway than the ozone machine. Yeah, chlorine dioxide, that's what I was meaning. Those little things you top, pop in a mm -hmm. fizzle. Thanks for having that actual true word. I appreciate that. That's, that's good. <laughs> uh, that, that is true, Lucas uh, and Dustin. I think that was you and I were talking. One out of every three people are actually highly allergic to ozone. And, and you're right. It, it can be actually pretty harmful to, especially if somebody's highly allergic, you know, and then they get into a car after you've ozoned it can cause a, a lot of problems for the customer. Dustin, isn't that right? Isn't that what you and I talked about? You're an ozone guy, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been an ozone guy. Um, I, I didn't know that statistic, though. Um, so that's, like I said, that's news to me. Makes me rethink everything. I mean, fortunately, I haven't had any issues yet that I know of. But typically, when we ozone a vehicle, we keep, the, we keep it overnight inside the shop and all four doors open and let it air out properly. So um, maybe that's why, but no, I, I never knew that for, but we don't, we don't always own a lot of vehicles. I mean, maybe once a month, if that, I mean, it's a very low percentage. I've always, I had always traditionally used ozone myself. Yeah. That I mean, car wash, you know, inside of dealerships, we sell ozone machines. Ozone has just always been the way to go. That's the a traditional way in detailing that you remove odors. Absolutely. After using that, uh, that little pouch that I got at mobile tech in my personal truck, I was kind of sold on that. Um, it actually worked because the, the chlorine dioxide stuff. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I'll have to dig the card out. But um, like I said, you take the little pouch, you set it in the container and fill the rest up with uh, with the little tube of whatever they gave you and put it in there. And you got to leave it in there for six hours. So it takes longer than ozone. So I just stuck it in there overnight. And then you just open up the doors, let it air out. And uh, like I said, it worked. How long do you do your ozone? Because traditionally we would do it six plus hours or overnight, even especially at dealerships. Um, I would just do the ozone for an hour, hour and a half, and just seal up the windows. And it's always seemed to do the trick. So there's an interesting theory too, because 
when I, if I remember when we were selling ozones, I, I talked to the company we were dealing with pretty heavily, actually said you're not supposed to seal up the windows. You're actually supposed to have fresh air coming in and you put the little tube coming out of the ozone to eject it out of the car. There's also, there, you know, there's a theory that you're also supposed to recirculate all that air so it's constantly being cleaned. Dave, what do you guys do? Do you do you do it for a couple hours? Do you do it overnight? Are you a windows up? Do you crack them? How do you do it? We have them cracked and we do it eight hours. And if it's real bad, we'd go overnight with it. You bet. Absolutely. Uh, why do you um, leave your windows cracked? I, I, I'm with Dustin. I at first used to always roll up my windows. And then after working with them, I started cracking my windows. But, you know, I haven't done ozone in, in many years. Why do you why do you crack your windows? I was told that it brings in when it's bringing in the fresh air and it's ozone and it's bringing letting the ozone out. So it's kind of circulating kind of like an air conditioner in the house. So if you have it cracked, it just kind of expels and brings in. What about running the vehicle? Do you do that? So it circulates through the airflow cabin? No, no, we don't. We just, we have it turned off. Um, if we do run it, it's only for maybe 15 minutes at the most. Anybody, anybody ever take out the air cabin, the, the filter? So is that a thing that anybody ever does? No, I, we'll I recommend that. all my customers do it, but I, I personally don't do it because I, I don't know enough about every single model of car to be fucking with repairs yeah. and filters and all that. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I let the customer or a mechanic take that liability. Let them know. Let them know, especially because it's always different. But that yeah. is funny, right? Details will take seats out of cars, but they won't touch the air filters. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Derek, what about you? How do you, uh, how do you do? I, and I'm, I'm the same way, Lucas. I've never changed an air filter for a customer either. I always do the same thing. I recommend them go get a change. And it just, it, it made me think about that. <laughs> While you were saying that, I go, ah, there's plenty of people that take seats out, but they won't change an air filter. It's, it's funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, Derek, what about you, brother? Uh, how do you handle smells? So I guess I've been pretty lucky, and all the vehicles I've done that had, like, smoke in them or pee or something in them where, like, they just wanted it as clean as po like clean it as possible. They didn't really care about the, having the smell fully removed. So the couple times I have done it, I've done, like, the little, like, you talk about the aerosol uh, cans. You put them in, you turn them on, and it's almost like a bug bomb. You click it, close the windows, bomb, yeah. and it just go through. Um when when COVID uh, was getting real bad uh, in the beginning, um, the detail detail shop near me had like the um, the chlorine bombs that you guys were talking about. He was trying to sell me on it was like three hundred dollars for the machine, and you put the two chemicals together to do it. But I ended up never buying a, buying it or using it. And then, um, but most I just feel lucky. Most of the customers that have like really bad smells, they're just like as long as you can get a little bit better, I'll be happy. And you know, that's what I've happened to me, but I haven't done the ones where customers go, I got this smell and I want it out. Like, what can you do? So that seems right. Like if, if somebody wants to keep the car, they might not really even smell it that much or really care. Cause right. Like we all get used to the way things smell. We just get used to it. So somebody's not trading in their car and they're just keeping it. A lot of them, you're right. They, they just go, Hey, you know, can we just, Make it smell a little bit better, you know, freshen yeah. it up a little bit. We, I did a, well, like a couple of weeks ago, we did a, uh, it was a, the lady had three kids and uh, they had spilled a chicken marsala in the inside of, on the side of the car. And it was just like a, a creamy kind of like rotten eggs kind of smell. And 
just me cleaning it, she sticks her after I was done. Like I was like, listen, I try to get as much as I could out. She stuck her head in the car and she goes, man, it smells ten times better. What did you use? And I'm like, I just shampooed the car, the seats. Like that was it. But to her, it was like I got the smell completely out, so she didn't need it. But I could still kind of smell it. But I think it was um, back in the day. I used uh, what was the chemical guys used to sell like this, like odor remover spray, which is basically just like a like a green apple kind of scent. You were supposed to spray and it was supposed to kind of mask the smell, but I guess after a while it would come back. But I used to use that, but I haven't used it since. It's been a while. I forgot about the little sprays and stuff that people sell also. Well, that's true. It, and they came out with quite a few sprays. That's, that's what's interesting. And not every spray that people have actually eliminates odors. Some of them literally are just a scent to kind of help mask it. Which is fine, and they each hold their purpose. Hmm. But yeah, sprays, we didn't even talk about that. And there are some really good odor eliminator sprays that they have a malodor in it that you can spray all over the carpet, or you can put in, I did it multiple times too. I, I just put the liquid into my extractor. And so when I'm extracting, and I'm a, I'm a guy that I use the extractor as a fresh water rinse and pull up. Right. So the way I extract is I'm going to shampoo first and then in my extractor is strictly only water. Or sometimes I'd put that little odor eliminator in there with my water to kind of help neutralize the smell. Joe, what about you, brother? How, how do you handle smells there in a sunny state of Florida? Because I know as it gets hot, boy, those smells kind of get rampant. Yeah, I don't have the auto. I never could afford the ozone machine, so I've never got one. So what I used was these little bomb things that uh, Lucas was talking about. You put them in the water and it fizzes. And I would close the car up for like 30 minutes and let the person's car run for like a half hour. And there was only one car I could not get to uh, get the odor out. The kid had killed himself inside of the car and the blood and his odor of his body stayed in the car for about four or five months. And it was closed up at an auction and they tried to get me to get it out and the smell came back. So they end up having to repair, or replace the whole interior. But I've the enzyme thing actually worked. I had that happen too, Joe. Joe, one time, same thing. And it, not to be graphic, but it would, um, it smelled like uh, my, my family hunts and it smelled like a dead deer inside the vehicle. Yeah. And even though they had cleaned it prior, like I didn't have to do the blood or anything, but like they had cleaned it. They wanted mm -hmm. me to clean it and I cleaned the car it smelled a little bit better, but the lady, uh, like two weeks later, I had uh, got called and said, you know, thanks for cleaning the car. We, we sell it. We can't deal with it. Like, it's just, exactly. it, it, was too weird. it was too weird for them. So it's like. That's what happened oh. to me. Yeah. They called me back like three weeks to a month later and said that it's still coming back. And I flew, yep. I flew to Tennessee to take care of the car. And wow. I tried. They seen the work I put in because I was out there. And I had on like a hazmat suit and everything, but because blood was everywhere, I had to actually clean it all up. And it was hard, like crystal. The blood had dried up. But here or there, that's what I do. I leave the car running. Um, how do you feel about the PNS canister thing that they have? I think that's the same thing as the, the tablets that fizzes in the water. I've never used it, but I still have one. Yeah, um, I mean, Marty. I think that's that car. What'd you call it, Lucas? Carbon no. something? The chlorine dioxide. Chlorine dioxide. Goddamn, I'm terrible. That's what happens when you ride the <laughs> it's short It's all right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So I've, I've only had like a couple of cars that told me, hey, it didn't work because look, I'll use that can, that road spray can like Derek was talking about, let it run, put that towel under it, let it run for like 30 minutes. And then the customer come back out and, you know, it smelled good. And then it sometimes come back because nine times out of 10, I try to force them into a shampoo when I say force them because I can't guarantee until I look for it. And yes, I'll pull out the seats if I had to, but I won't change the cabin air filter. Right. But I'm looking for the smell around the car and then I'll shampoo and do what I have to do. But nine times out of 10, we got to worry about how they smell, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my thing. I, I just use those cans or the enzyme thingies or whatever. But other than that, Odor bond is what I put in my extractor when I do the shampoo. That's yep. what I put in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. odor bond's good too. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll do something similar to an odor bond, or you mentioned enzymes. <laughs> Using an enzyme cleaner in your extractor is mm-hmm. also good, but you just can't do it full strength. You got to get it diluted because you want a freshwater rinse. Is always my philosophy. Yeah, great mm-hmm. words, Joe. I think it's I think it's a similar the one you're talking about for PNS is a similar one that many other people all have. It's you just you you put those tablets in a little plastic container and you fill it up with water or some solution or something and it fuzzes mm-hmm. and you know uh, that you use that a bunch, Lucas. Yeah, I use probably one or two a month on <laughs> semis. It's a pretty popular service because you know my biggest commercial account, they change drivers pretty frequently because that's the trucking industry right now. So every time they change drivers, they have me clean it up. And if it's still clean, they have me at least do an odor bomb to, because with Corona and everything, the, no matter what, if you use an, a chlorine dioxide bomb or an ozone machine, it technically does some kind of sanitization. So they like the idea of killing the odors of the smokers. And so that they, they'll have me quick drop one of those off one or once or twice a month. All right. So since you did technically, <laughs> we could <laughs> technically go back to some episodes that Nick and I did as Nick and I started our, you know, as we began to really have some really good discussions, he had been doing sanitization for many years on Oz Corona developed. People started questioning sanitization. So you can go back and do some episodes from, it would be February, March of 2020, where we dove into sanitization. And, and actually, there's no proof of any sanitization on ozone. And actually, the is it that it's not I don't, I'm going to I'm going to butcher this part. And I understand it's not the CDC, maybe, is it? Is it the CDC who puts out all that information? We got to yeah. have those numbers and, and all that stuff. You, you go check the those EP, numbers. EPA. EPA. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The EPA actually has no proof. There's no numbers. There's nothing that ozone does any sanitization at all, that it doesn't even kill any germs that they don't support it whatsoever. So, it, but I've used ozone. Dave's used ozone. Yeah, I don't know. I, How many I, of us use ozone? And we I use call- it. I call, I, eh, I don't know. I, I think to kill an odor, you got to kill something. If it's hazardous to your health to breathe ozone, it's killing fucking something. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's got to be killing something to some level to be able to be as effective at odor removal. And if it's hazardous for animals and pets, then like, I don't know. I feel like it's not good stuff for everything. So it's got to be something. If it's got all that, right? Nobody in California could ever think of using it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I it's interesting to go back and listen to those episodes and then see where what ozone does because listen, I like I said, I'm I'm a user. I've used it before. Yeah. We sold it. I, I always thought it did something too. And then to find those results from the EPA was always just like that was those were some really interesting episodes. Steven, man, uh, appreciate you hopping on. I haven't met you before. Before I, we come over and meet you, I want to check in with Cooking with Nick and see what uh, Nick, my blackened salmon, turned out pretty decent. What'd you end up cooking tonight? I wanted a quickie. We're doing shrimp nachos. So and the boiler nachos. Ooh, ooh sir, good, good job. Of course. So I, I just got back from Publix. I'm stealing your idea of using a branded seasoning. So I found some type of garlic and herb seasoning. I think it's grill mates or something. I'm gonna give it a shot, see what she does. Sear it up in a skillet. Then uh, we'll throw it together with the nachos and the cheese, throw it under the broiler and we'll go from there. Hey, listen, listen my seasoning though, no, I thought you'd appreciate it because I got it there in Lynchburg. I I when I travel, like when I've been Joe Clean, when I met you and I was there in Florida, I always would buy seasoning somewhere there. In Florida, I love to buy seasoning, especially when I'm cooking fish. And then when I was in Nashville, I saw this. Uh, well, it wasn't Nashville, I guess. it was. We weren't in Nashville. Where were we? Lynchburg. Lynchburg, uh, which is south, what, an hour or two? Southeast, about an hour 30. Yeah. And, and if I find some random seasoning at a cool little place, I'm going to pick it up just to give it a shot. And this does pretty good. I, I like it as I'll put it down, put it in my oil and get it start cooking before I start rolling. What's it taste All like? right, man, well, we'll check back in. And uh, what, actually, you know what? I bet you, you get some strange smells at the dealership. You, <laughs> you bet. How do you guys handle your smells? Uh, so you treat it like a Damon's part in a car. You remove it and replace it. So you treat it if it's just a spot and it's one spot in the car that's the best case scenario you spill coffee in a seat your dog pisses on the floor best case scenario because you know where it's at treat it with a chemical usually an enzyme say they peed on the floor you treat it spot treat it with um an enzyme we use mcguire's protein stain remover which is peroxide based um we'll use that um uh, spray that down Scrub it, scrub the hell out of it, and then extract it the best we can with fresh water. Um, if it's the whole car, basically that whole process of the whole car, like if it's a smoked-in car, we would do that for the whole car. But we, we don't sell cars that have been smoked in anymore. That will immediately um, fail our process and go straight to wholesale. Um, but if, it, if it's like a spot, yeah, we'll treat it with a chemical, um, like a peroxide or an enzyme remover extract it the best we can, and then if we can, we'll replace that smell with something good, um, be it, I don't know, Ozium or something that's... Hey, Ozium does have some ass. really good smells, don't they? Those it little aerosol so well, cans, dude. those do well. Hey, if back when I smoked. Something like quick as hell, dude, run Ozium, turn that AC on cold, turn it on full blast, spray it under the vents and empty like half that can, let that sucker ride for 45 minutes in there. <laughs> Yeah, you'll do a lot you'll do a lot in no time at all lucas hey back when i used to smoke i would smoke probably half a pack of cigarettes in my car every day and i would uber <laughs> on the weekends with the same car and nobody could tell i smoked in the car ever not even my mom who is the most sensitive smoker knows on the planet she could pick out you smell smoking a cigarette a mile away 
because I vacuumed my car once a week. I wiped up the ash that was on the dashboard. Always kept the window cracked. No ashtray, just ash out the window and litter, which I know is legal, but you know, they disintegrate eventually. And then you yeah. use Ozium once a month, just shh, close the door Dude, like it in the It's kick ass. Like all the time, you have a real shitty day. You get one of those little cigars and just go for a drive. Mm. You know, do that once a month, but treat it with Ozium afterward or something. You get a little bit of lemon smell with a hair of lingering cigar, and it works out pretty nicely. Absolutely. Cool. All right, Stephen Mandel, welcome to the community pub. Uh, who are you, man? Where are you from? I'm Stephen. Thanks for saying my name right. I'm so glad you didn't say Stefan. <laughs> so many people call me Stefan. I'm like, oh, you've never read a book. Like ever. <laughs> uh, I'm Stephen. I've read I'm technically five. Literally. I've only <laughs> I've read, read five one, books so. in my whole life. That includes going to high school, college, and 36 hours of a master's. I still only read five. Good books. enough. Yeah. It only Good takes enough. five books to get a master, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm Steven. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, I started listening to this podcast like a madman and had to hop on. Uh, started detailing about nine and a year ago. Got a car, needed extra money, got stuck into this crazy world, and now I'm obsessed. <laughs> Just like all of you crazy people. <laughs> and it's so funny to like see everybody's faces after listening to the podcast. Like, this is what everyone looks like. Because you know, you picture people in your head. Of course, I've seen you and Nick. You know, it's like this is what everyone really looks like. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like it's like meeting all these people that uh, I'm like, no, these are just the podcast guys. These are like podcast hosts, but these are real people, real detailers. It's kind of cool. Yeah, dude, thanks so much for hopping on. It means a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, have you gotten into some smoky, smelly cars yet? Uh, yeah, I just did a pretty nasty one, uh, but she understood. You know, you smoke in your car for ten years. There's only so much I can do. Um, so I just I just spray it down with Ozium and uh, oh, whatever. Oh, Ozium too, Yeah. Huh? It works long enough. They just wanted to sell it. I was like, this will work, like, long enough for you to sell it and just get it off your hands. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to buy an Ozone machine on this tight budget. Yeah, I get it. Uh <laughs> So how's what's what's the process been like since you you said you just started cleaning some cars? Next thing you know, here you are. I mean, what's that? Yeah, so past I, couple, I still do part time. What's been like? Um, up and down. Uh, it's funny, you know, you guys were talking on the last whatever episode that was about burnout and all that stuff, and you know, Nick saying burnout's not real because <laughs> he didn't get or uh, you need more employees and all this stuff. But but uh, you know, I I took a break the last month to reassess. Uh, I've been listening to this a lot and just thinking like I uh, I was that guy listening to those people who only wanted to help and then I ended up buying a stuff I didn't need and creating processes that didn't work so I, I had to take a step back last month and I'm like I had to like reinvent essentially because I realized I was creating a business that was probably not going to work out because so. Um, I think a lot of these guys are teaching young detailers like myself to have pride in a bad way. And I think that can hurt you from the get go. Uh, you hear guys saying, Hey, you just started, you should be charging $500 for a detail. Well, you learn real quick. You can't get customers where you're charging too much. 
I mean, relatively. I mean, I know you got to charge the right amount, but um, and you know, there's just there's just a lot of bad advice out there. You know, like your first couple of weeks, you know, first couple of months, you're like, oh yeah, this all makes sense, and then you realize everybody's just trying to sell me something. Uh, <laughs> people probably really don't actually just want to help me. They probably won't want to buy their coding. <laughs> and that's what it ends up a lot of advice ended up being and just like reassessing and like figuring it out and like realizing how many people like claim to be experts, and like taught me all this stuff. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, and just um, doing a part-time, you know, it's not always easiest because uh, it's not, I'm not saying it's easier. It's definitely harder to do it full-time, I think, but I don't always have, I have different opportunities than someone who's doing it, you know, Monday through Friday, um, who has that ability to go out and do more than one car a week, you know. Yeah, Derek, you can relate to that, right? Yeah, I was going to say, man, I'm, I, I do it uh, part-time. Um, I kind of do it, I have a full-time job and I do it um, basically in between the gaps when I don't have anything going on, but sometimes I could do but I could do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so I'll do you know, like last weekend, I did five cars. You know, I did two cars on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. So it's like, I think, uh, like when you guys talk about Nick, it's like as far as like the burnout goes, it's just like, you know, I to me, it's like detailing is more of my uh, like relaxing. So to me, I don't really get burned out from it. It's more like I kind of just zone out when I'm doing it. So to me, it's like a relaxing. Obviously, I'm away from home and stuff. But once I start getting paid, like, you know, pretty good money to do some of the stuff I do. And I was like, you know what? I got to make this business and, you know, but so I'm kind of in the same boat where like I do it when I have time. But uh, lately so I've had a lot of not have had, I've had, I've had not had a lot of time lately, but I'm going to get back into it. Don't worry. All right. Cool. Well, once again, Stephen, thanks so much for hopping on and appreciate you listening in and, Thanks for being on the community pub, man. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. All right. So this week, uh, especially, well, the month of April, and now we're moving into, mm, may the fourth be with you. Mm, yes. Uh, it's my favorite day of the year, like second favorite day, I guess, right? Like April 2nd is number one day. Second favorite day is, is May the 4th. <clears throat> Grew up a Star Wars fan. Love, uh, love Yoda. Love all things Star Wars. I'll save everybody my impersonations, but I, I, I used, you know. No, I, I I, we need Yoda. to hear that Yoda again, Marty. No, Marty, Marty, that Yoda was so good that first year you did it. The first year, yeah, way back, yeah, I, I might be out of Remember? practice. Yeah. No, no, you had the mask on, you shoot the foam cannon. I was like, man, Marty's into it. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, this year, the mask uh, went to my stepson because he told everybody he was going to show up with uh, with Yoda. And so he, he he got the mask uh, to take to school. But it was fun. We put it on. He slapped it on uh, our, our dog last night. And you guys saw all the videos on the story. That <laughs> we had a lot of fun. I mean, Star Wars is still a blast. But I mean, it's, uh, it's rainy days here. It's a lot of rain, a lot of slower times. So I'm curious, what do you guys do on rainy days? Uh, for me, rainy days, uh, they've been a cycle depending on, you know, where I was at in my business. Definitely when I owned my car wash, listen, rainy days were a blast because we just shut down and I gathered together enough friends that had come through the car wash that, you know, that we would just start hanging out and we'd 
go have some beers we'd go eat some lunch we'd go to the movie theater and watch some movies like <laughs> i loved rainy days they were a blast right like the car wash life but in detailing it's much different right because you closed like you know and you get too much here in the midwest you're closed too often you got a bit of a scare sometimes so same time plenty of people take off and go take a day and enjoy it so there's there's no right or wrong way of running your business curious what you guys do on your rainy days lucas what about you man how do you handle a rainy day well now i have a shop and i'm booked out two to three to four weeks at a time so i I have work every day, whether it's snowing, it's tornado, whatever the weather is, I, I got a roof. Uh, they when still I was, bring your cars? So not everybody's that way, right? Like, no, a lot, and, well, of, a lot he, of places that people will cancel. So you Well, you here in freaking Michigan, it rains about six time, six hours a day every day. So people are used to it. Springtime here, it, it rains all the time. So, but when I was mobile, I, I was just getting started. I, I was hungry. I'm like, no excuse. So I, I brought a canopy with me. If it started raining, if people had a garage, I'd pull the car into the garage. If I, I made it happen, I didn't have to not work one, one day when I was mobile. Cool, man. That's awesome. Dustin, what about you? How do you handle rainy days? Ah, uh, shoot, man. Rainy days used to be nice. Cause I could just take the day off, but <laughs> no, now that we have the shop, I mean, occasionally you'll get somebody that'll cancel or whatever. Um, but anything else, it's it's just a normal day, man. Uh, usually we at least have a coding job in there and the guys will have a couple details going on. Um, so, so nothing different, but dude, I remember those mobile days. I mean, they were just last year. Uh, dodging the rain hoping for good weather and then you get a spurt here in west virginia i feel like we live in the rainforest where it'll rain like a whole week and be cold and then like next week it's going to be 80s and sunny's all and sunny all week so um it was just well dang bunch of rescheduling and last year i was by myself so i was booked a month out um on mobile details and I'm like, I don't have any more spots, man. <laughs> so you end up working weekends to catch up. So that sucks. <laughs> Good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this year's different, man. <laughs> but that, that's a little off topic, you know, the whole economy thing. But you can definitely tell a difference from last year. Oh, yeah. No doubt. You can. You can. No doubt. Dave, what about you? Because I know Colorado, you get quite a bit of weather and it's it's a little bit different between snow and and sunshine. I feel like throughout most of Colorado, people still continually get their cars clean. We get our most of our wind and weather comes down out of Colorado and pushes down to us and then shoots up towards well, heads up towards Detroit, Chicago, through there. So we get a lot of the, the weather that you get. It's just more rain and less snow. How, how do you handle rainy days or snowy days? Uh, what's it like uh, in your neck of the woods in Colorado? So if we get a rainy day yesterday, we last night we ended up getting three and a half inches of snow. Um, but what we'll do is we'll, if that person decides they don't want to do it for that next day, we'll call up the next person in line and ask them if they would mind if we could bring it to the shop and take it in and do it in the shop Cortland being mobile 
he'll always kind of have a backup. And when it becomes rain and snow, he'll do the same exact thing and just call the next person in line and say, hey, this is what we have. We're booked out three weeks, but we had a cancellation because of the weather. Would you mind if we did yours? And most of the time, it's the next person or next couple down the line will say, absolutely, get me in. So we don't have a whole lot of dead time, per se, with the weather up here. Everybody's so used to preparing for it that they know the outcome. And they may not get a nice exterior, and, and they'll save a little money, too. We'll offer a little bit of a, a break on that side of it, too, to say, you know, it's rainy, it's muddy. We can save a little bit if we can get you in today. We'll wash it, get it done. But it's, you know, with that little discount, they'll say, yeah, put me in taking, you know, $10, $15 off for the wash. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask. What what type of what type of reel-in do you do? You know, is it a percentage off or, you know, how do you, how do you handle what you give them as a discount in order to get them to keep coming in? Depends on the appointment um, and what the vehicle looked like. If the vehicle was just trashed on the inside, then we'll try and keep that as close as we can to regular and just tell them we'll give about a $15 discount and let them know that the wash, the exterior wash is not going to be any decontaminant. It's just going to be a quick wash is what we call it. Um, and get it back out, dry it and wait for them to show up. And most of the time we'll leave it in the shop, but it's about a $15 discount when we do it. Cool, man. Thanks. Derek, what about yeah. you, brother? Uh, if you got something coming up on the weekends and it's rainy, how do you how do you handle your customers if if you know you only got a weekend to deal with them, but it's rain? How do you do it? Well, I've I've become the weather hawk usually, and I will be looking constantly. Um, if I see it's going to rain, like if I depending on the percentages, I usually will have the radar app on my phone. I'll be checking. Okay, that's what I was about to say. All right, clouds so- are going to come. Hold on. So you're the weather hawk. What yeah. app do you use to really dial yourself in? Um, I think it's just called My Radar, and uh, I coughed up the the ten dollars and paid for the premium ones. So I'm getting the stupid ads all over it. But uh, it was um, like there was a t- there was a one day where I was in like where I live. I live in Central Jersey, and then out over I went over to Jersey City, and guy told me, "Oh, he tried." You know, he, I texted him the night before, like, "Oh, I got to cancel sports rain." I go, "Hey, man!" Like, so the day of, I looked at the weather, and I go, "Hey, man, the rain's not going to hit you." He's like. No, the iPhone app says it's supposed to be 100% chance of rain. I go, uh, I hear what you're saying, but I screenshotted the app and I showed him. He's like, oh, really? Yeah, it ended up not raining where I was, but it rained back at my house, but not where I was. And we were able to do the car. But what I'll usually do is I'll start, if I look and it says 100% chance of rain, I'll start texting people and see if they can move the day after, the day before or something, um, just to see if I can get it. But sometimes if it's a washout, I'm just kind of skunked out or... I've, I've gotten people to bring it to me. Um, I usually have a shop that let me use their their, uh, their garage if it's going to rain. Or I used to do a lot of stuff for a um, – I had a wholesale, not only a wholesale account, but I had a guy who was, like, buying and selling a lot of vehicles. It was, like, it was like a, a body shop, and I would go do cars there. It wasn't a lot of money, but, like, the guy always had something. So, hey, I got these. And there were, the problem is they were always trash. But it was money, so I wasn't sitting around. Yeah, makes sense. Good idea, too. Dave? Oh, were you waving at somebody? I thought you were. Oh, yep. Your head. yep. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, I'm waving. <laughs> waving at somebody walking by. <laughs> All right, Joe, I know you uh pretty much almost daily in, in Florida. Like most other people say, like, hey, you know, people here are just used to the rain. Florida, you're pretty much got rain every day. Uh <laughs> How, how do you guys how do you guys handle the rain what's it like i know i know when i've been there doing trainings we do our certified trainings there like we we've we've had to pause because it's it's rained so much the humidity got too high and we've had to like clear out you know until everything stopped a little bit but then sometimes people are like ah it'll come again and it does a lot of times there in florida you just you get hit for about 20 minutes and then it just goes away but you're almost guaranteed always rain. How do you, how do you handle, what is it that you do with rain? How do you, how do you handle it? When I was charging $25 an hour, uh, well, $25 a car and I did them an hour. So yeah, $25 an hour. I was actually washing cars in the rain when I was charging $25 a car. Like I literally was doing cars in the rain. I have so many videos and pictures of cars back in the day for years working in the rain. And um, I no longer watch the, the news. I don't watch news. I don't watch any of that stuff. And I don't check the weather. It can rain so hard where I'm at, but right across the street, there's no rain. That's one thing about Florida. You can actually see the rain coming sometimes. Sometimes it just rain on the opposite side of the street and you're dry. So with that being said, when, a, when it's about to rain, uh, a customer, hey, I'm on my way to you. Or sometimes I just show up. And if, if I show up, I know that person got a garage or something or whatever, but it doesn't stop me. But if I do get stopped, um, that's my marketing time. I learned that from a car wash guy in the car washing industry for the, like the automated washes. Uh, I heard somebody say like when it rains, they start working on all the chains and all the meters and different things like that. And I used, I took, I just heard it and I took that advice to now use my social media, think about a price to set. And then I just started throwing out prices and stuff to different people. So I just use that as a mar like my time to, I guess, grease my wheel basically of my business. That's what I do during the rainy time. So yeah, it, it's basically like a never stopping situation, but I'm glad when it rains sometimes because you know, I want that day off sometimes. You know what I mean? So it's depending on the week. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed my afternoons yeah. where I would go drink some beer and Grab some taco bueno and go in and watch a movie. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Now I don't get rainy days anymore. I don't know what those are. <laughs> no. Good stuff. Stefan, what about you? <laughs> oh, you're the worst. Uh, if I'm if it's gonna rain later in the day and they're cool with it, I'm just rushing to get it done. I want that money. I'm like, if you're cool with it, I'm cool with it. Because, I mean, at least the people I've dealt with, most people are like, I just want the car washed. It's going to rain either way. Come do my car. Um, I, and I, I've tried finishing in the rain before. Not, that's not fun, especially when you're trying to vacuum and it's raining. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, you know, like you're trying oh, to and you know, you got like, a you got like part of yourself in the car, like you're trying mm -hmm. to stay dry. And then the other part of yourself just getting hit with rain. Yeah. Yeah, trust me, I've been there too. It ain't or, fun. You know, like like, the... What am I doing? Then I got to go wipe the door back off, and then I, I got to reclean <laughs> yeah. my windows. And yeah, it ain't fun. Yeah, or like the it's like 
when it rains out of nowhere, like it was totally supposed to be sunny, no clouds. And then it just starts pouring and all of your stuff's out. And you're like, mm-hmm. all my stuff's wet. Like the stuff that's not supposed to get wet is soaked. Towels. Yeah. Yeah. The towels oh. are done. Oh, the towels are done for the yeah. day. I th- I'm well, pretty I, sure I, there was a couple times where I got drenched because I did a lot of those like milk crates as a mobile detailer. I used the milk crates. And uh, I'm pretty sure there was times that my bags, my towels got wet and I was like, fuck, I mean, I'm done for the rest of the day. I, I, I you know, I tried to do what I could to run to AutoZone and grab like, but those towels just fucking suck. So yeah, they're not worth it. Yeah, I mean, they're I, not yeah. worth it. They aren't. There has been times definitely... where my day got completely blown up because towels got wet. Yeah. But I will admit, I definitely have used dirty towels before. I'm just, it's like on like a really swirled car. I did. I've done that before. Well, just once, no. just once. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> once I mean, who I has it? Like 15, 20, 30, 45 times. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my favorite is I dropped it and I'm like, shake it out. <laughs> just shake keep going. Out. Like, shake it out. Shake it out. <laughs> One more swirl is not going to make a difference on those black cars that they've taken through the tunnel a thousand times. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> So did, speaking of towels, does anybody ever like move their towels from, I know there's this, over the past years, there's been this really interesting movement of throw your towels away, use them once and throw them away. Does anybody ever like recirculate your towels? That's what made me think of it when you said that, Stephen, is, I mean, if I get a towel that I've dropped or it gets a little bit too grungy, I mean, it just goes to a different part of use, right? Like, I just yeah. don't keep using it on the paint. It it goes to clean, you know, the the door jams or scrubbing the carpets after, you know. I mean, it, you got to use them for something, right? Or do you guys just toss your towels all the time? Nope, nope. It costs too much, man. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like some of the towels are like six dollars a piece, so it's like for one towel. So it's like, Jeez, I, what I towels was, are you I, buying? Oh, uh, some of the those rag companies towels. Some of the oh, Eagle man. Nah, we just use the 350 GSM edgeless towels, and I've burned yeah. through. Uh, let me do the math real quick for you. Uh, I have burned through so many towels this year. <laughs> that's that's I, quick math. Through, so many. That's that quick, that's so quick many. math. So I thought we, you had a calculator or something. No, nah, we've <laughs> burned so through. Me. Yeah, I just added it up. We burned through 720 G, uh, 350 GSM towels this year. Yo, I'm with you. I don't think he calculated that. I don't think no, so. I, did. I, I don't did. think he so, Joe. He got it. He got it to the side. To yeah. the side. Oh. Buy the bags. Yeah. Buy, so we buy, I buy my towels, um, 180. They come in 180 per order, uh, 350 GSM. And each coating job gets new towels. And then they just go in the freaking bin, dude. Like I've given away trash bags full to other detailers of used towels because I'm like, you I don't, don't reuse have room them? for all of them. Yeah, we reuse them. They, oh, okay. they go to like you know as coating or they the coating towels end up being interior towels or you know sometimes if you hurry up and soak them right away, there uh, you, you can the you can reuse them. them. Yeah, you can use them as like paint correction towels for wiping off compound, but. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of blue towels now, <laughs> so we're about to transfer to green on this next order. All right, who all have ever dropped a towel, shook it off, and used it again? No, dude, no, dude. I have, if I am not in a field of dirt, 
I will shake that towel off and use it. Nobody's going to know. I, they they know. Know. They're going to know. They're going to know. They're not going to know. No, seriously. My thing is, if, if there's no sand, if I'm not in sand, like, come on. Like, I will hit that thing one time, fuck, and go back to using that towel. I also like, will right. look to see where it dropped. That How part, many of that's you... what I'm saying. I'm not in a sand. I'm not anywhere where there's sand. So what's what are we talking about here? But if Instagram camera was on one of us, who would have still used their towel if they did? Everybody because yeah. the camera's on. Joe, we Joe wanna... there's, micro, there's microscopic sharp dirt that's going to get in that towel. And when you wipe your car, ruined. We talking about a Bugatti? <laughs> we talking about a Bugatti. What are we talking no, about no. here? You uh, camry? Uh, toilet, toilet camera, yeah, toilet camera. The soft black paint. I have the camera clay bar. <laughs> there you go. And used it again. Oh, oh yeah, I have. Oh I have. shit, oh, yeah. no, I haven't done that. That's even lot. worse. Not gonna lie, yeah, you I do. Have. I Dude, have. you just break it up, you know, break it up, twist it around, break that piece you off, just mush it. it, but you just no, you just you just mush it back together, you rub it, smack no, it, and no, then you no, 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 no. You rub off the surface that you're on because you can feel the grains until you feel it smooth. Once you once you mush it in there, that sand will be hidden until it's not hidden. Until they hide the tracks. You brush the shit off, you fold it in half, yeah. and then you're good. You got a fresh surface. Exactly. Yeah, you just you rip it, it apart, off, then use it. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, but look, I, I watch a lot of guys tell me, "Oh, I do the two bucket method, right?" And then when you look in the window. They have the automated car wash sticker in the window. Why yes. would I do a two bucket method? Exactly. Exactly. That, car, that video I posted, man, about that that uh, black uh, maximum I did. I was just like, what's the point? But that, the, point but is, you got it coated and it looks good though. Oh, look! The, the lady came out and was like, "Sir, this is the best this car has ever looked." And I'm like, "Man, damn straight like, it is." Because I, <laughs> I know the car wash she goes to. It's up the street. It's right up the street. She goes, I go once a week, right up the street. And, I'm, and I know what car wash she's talking about. And I'm just like, paint was, the interior was beautiful, but the paint on that car was not good. Like the whole, all the lower panels were bad. Yeah. All right. So, John, have you dropped a, you dropped a towel and a clay bar and reused them or? Never, never a clay bar. <laughs> Uh, I have I have done a clay mitt because I can easily rinse it and inspect it, but uh, I have I literally fired a guy that that literally dropped a clay bar and did that exact same thing, turned around and started doing it, and I watched all these little V's across the fender pop up. Hey. Oh, oh. He goes, oh, it's smooth. It's, yeah, but what's about all this uh, these uh, Z marks from your uh, uh, clay bar? Oh, that's not for me. That must have been something that you did. I'm like. What fucking house on the other side? <laughs> I'm like, hold on, let's just check the camera real fast because I had I had time lapse going on both sides. I'm like, let's just slow this down so we can really see it. And oh, yeah, no. he massaged it in there and he goes, I didn't think it was much. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, like, yes. I'm like, if I drop a towel and I know it's a, a crappy area, I'll put it in a separate bin and I will literally wash those and I will only use those for cleaning the engine they will be labeled as my engine clean that's it because once they get dirty greasy then i throw them away other than that yeah well, i'll keep I, I dropped it. My... oh go ahead go ahead no I no, no go ahead. i will wash all my towels together i throw the wheel towels in with everything the only thing that separates the drying towels no that's, <laughs> that's not that's not good 
Call that's that's not do, good. I won't do okay, that. Let's just be real. Keep, I have a couple. Yeah, like, I won't do that. Yeah. I have a couple eagle, the $5, you know, if it ever gets dirt on you, throw it away towel. I keep those separate, but like everything else, it's all going to wash together. I'm not washing three loads of towels. Okay. So hold, what's everybody's one main soap that you use to wash your towels? One main soap. Don't care what it is. Oh. Just what, what is your one main go-to soap? Mine is all. All in this Purex, it has nothing in it because it's for babies' clothes. Um, okay. Because I used to like tie it and gain and all that, and I heard it had fabric softener and all that stuff. Uh, so I stopped using it because of the fragrance. But uh, Purex, I think, and all is what I have, and they're liquid, not the powder. Not the powder, yeah. Yeah, so I had to learn that. But everybody's trying to sell you this um, this rags to riches situation, and I've yet to try it. But again, I'm not with the hype. I so, so I have I, used two different ones have, and put them side by side. It. You've used it, Derek? Yeah, I, I, you know, I tried a lot of them. I think I tried the Malco one that they sell. I tried uh, Nanolex has one. Mm -hmm. All the other companies have one. A couple of guys that tried theirs, you know. So when Bags Switches came out, and like I said, it was a lot of hype. Did a whole long 40-minute podcast episode about it, about how great it was. Um, the shop near me got it, and I tried it, and you know, it revived some of my towels that uh, I'd spray like spray sealant on them, and they would get all after a while. Even if you wash them right away, they would get hydrophobic, and then the towels would just kind of smear everything around. They're great for, for taking off compound, but for like spray sealants and anything like that, it would just smear everything around. I yeah. switched over tried rags of riches, and you know, it it, it actually works. You know, I, I think it works at least for me. But I have used uh, I I used to go to Costco and get like the the big like. The gallon was it the five with a big gallon and a half of uh, they had uh, the Kirkland brand, all uh, their 100% natural, no fragrance cleaner, and it worked fine. Like, I just once I ran out, I switched over to Rags Riches, and I've just been using it ever since. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I used to throw in, I've stay, I had rags for almost nine years, the same microfiber, almost nine. Same until i started doing instagram and getting training i started throwing away my towels and then i realized some not realized somebody told me about a month or so ago oh what if they have a towel shortage i was like oh i just come get some from you and i thought about it i'm like hold on so now i got a back bed of my truck is filled with towels <laughs> i can't wait anymore because what if they yeah. don't have <laughs> so, it's that what if it really is i'm sorry so now i'm washing my towels and i'm trying not my door jams and my my door jams and my rim towels they get used until i can't use no more and they're going in the trash but my interior and my windows and my body towels i i'm washing them all day yep. every day yep. when all day every day yes <sighs> wrap here, up man. my hose i wrap up my hose with my door jam towel and then it goes in the oh. trash my personal last use, that one last use, <laughs> that one last use, I, I would wrap up my hose with it and it goes in the trash from there because it got sand in it now, like really muddy sand, and that goes in the garbage. I actually use wait, it one last wait. time. I'll have to use it for uh, checking oil in my car. Ah, wait, wait, <laughs> one last one. <laughs> Not every <laughs> towel, though, John, right? Like. You just put one in your hood and every once in a while, right? Hey, like there's always a backup. Man, always a backup. Oil, Got that lubrication for tires. We're good. Wait. <laughs> for Hold here, on. uh, we don't do sand, of course, but 
we get that Bermuda grass that flies around in the air oh, or geez, on yeah. the ground. Once that touches a microfiber towel, you're done. Mm. That, done. This, the micro scratches it leaves. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. I never, I never noticed it. Never paid attention to it. Even well, I pay attention to my towel, so I don't think I've ever to say get scratches off of the grass. I don't know. I just here, never. Dave, yeah, what's it like up in Colorado? How do you guys handle your towels? We use black for the bottom for the tires, wheel or for the wheels, tires, and the rocker panel, lower panels. We'll use those till they go. And then I'll use the yellow for the paint. Um, and then the blue we use for the upper for the windows and the roof. And we'll use them till till they do till they go bad and then we'll just start taking them down and using them on the lower part of the car but that yep. grass you're talking about that is we have that up here that cheap grass oh my god in colorado it's horrible yeah and it <laughs> yeah it just you can sneeze and look at your towel and there's cheap grass stuck in there and you can't get it out of those fibers so what those you have to throw out what's well, that what happens to me now that y'all said that up in northwest I've never oh, experienced that there many times yeah. Yeah, come Watch. up here. We'll, we'll hook up, man. I'm from I'm from uh, the northeastern plains out in uh, Brush and uh, Sterling, Colorado. Oh, up there. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why I moved I moved from Brush. Uh my stomping grounds is is uh my, my wife is born and raised in Aurora and uh I came from Fort Collins before I left here. But yeah, last last town was uh, detailing in was good old Longmont. That's where my uh, uh grandfather's business was. Nice. Yep, yep, the old front range. Yeah, over yep. here in the corner, we 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 keep a low key. <laughs> hey, it, it works. It works, man. Yep. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so John Dave's our new distributor, what about a month and a half ago? Yes, sir. A month ago. Yep. Uh, nice. Uh, so he's started distributing up there in Colorado and and it's it's fun talking and the places that he's at I I've been as well as Longmont I've been, you know, I mean fun places to go back and reconnect to Colorado is just such a, I don't know. It's just it's, changed. It's just changed so much already. So I was like, wow, it's changed, but it's, it's always one of those places that it's, it's, it's almost a, not from, not from why you're going to think I say this. It's just, it's a euphoric place anyway. Oh yes. I, I don't I think it has anything to do with the weed. It's just Colorado itself. Yeah. is just euphoric and just going up to the mountains. And it's just, I miss cool, the green chill place. Yeah, I miss the greenery. Well, that greenery too, but I miss the greenery uh, just all over the place. You know, I, I miss freaking grass, like actually like mowing a freaking yard. Like I, I love that. It was therapeutic for me. Um, so yeah, out in Arizona, I may try planting grass out here. <laughs> well, you I didn't think I missed it, but I started this past weekend mowing the yard again and I'll get back to mm. it every, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to you there's parts of you that you go then there was years that i just i just paid somebody to do it i was like you know what i don't i don't want to mess with it i just i just finished mowing my yard right now yeah, while we're on the phone <laughs> i just was mowing <laughs> we well, this year know. yeah this year i'm excited about getting back out and mowing the yard again doing my own thing and like take care of my flower bed getting my garden back again like something about that little yard work that's interesting wow uh -huh. Yard All right, so like Derek, grass detailing. Say that again. Yard work is just grass detailing anyway. 
Wow. <laughs> so if you heard that episode from that we just put out, <laughs> I talked to a guy that was that just used our detailing services, and I was that guy going, "Oh, I used to do landscape. Oh, I, you know, I'm a, you know, I, I just did this on my yard. You know, same thing that you know we we love to hate from the people that come over and go, oh, I, you know, wash my next. Oh, I used to detail. You know, I, I, I used to detail." All right, Derek. So what is the tab out question of the night? All righty guys. So I'm, I'm sorry. I missed last week. I was, uh, I, I just moved in, but we still got some unpacking to do. So the house looks a mess, but you better get a tour of that next time. Uh, need some work here. It's all right. Disruptor. The market's a bit crazy, but I'm excited to get all in the grass cutting and get my garage back. Congratulations. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Man, you got your own house. Congratulations. That's Thank all you, you got to say. Don't worry yeah. about dude. Congratulations, man. Everything Thank else you. is coming to the spot, man. Great job. And, and I've heard it a thousand times. I'm sure you guys have had houses. It's uh takes a long time because you're here for a while. Uh, and it doesn't going to come fast. I, I just got to, you know, I got, I got some time to do some stuff. So I'm excited, but, but here we go. And I sent this to Marty. So what would your guys' pimp name be based on detailing? Okay, I do remember you sending me that, but okay, I don't have to remember us going back and forth on anything. All right, so let's break this down a little bit, Derek, live. All right, so. So I, I will give my example. So if uh, I had to have a, a pimp name, Based off of the based in detailing, I'd be Pimp Daddy Swirl. Pimp Daddy Swirl. All right. I thought yeah. he was going to go at the pro side of it. I'm not sure. I, I was <laughs> thinking about it, but I don't know. It's Pimp Daddy, <laughs> like I just imagine Pimp Daddy Swirl coming down the street. You know, he's All got right. a polisher over his shoulder. But I don't know if you guys watched Boom Boondocks back in the day, but I was thinking of uh, yeah. a pit name slip, a pit goes a pit name uh, uh, slip back, whatever his name yep. was. Slip back, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, pimp names. If you're a detailer, yeah, it would. It come on, baby. It would be Joe Clean, cause I satisfy the in between. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Pimpin. With your chalice and everything. Dallas and Kane. Yes. That's what I mean. Joe, we just want to know, do you have the hat with the feather or without? With the shoe, with the fish, baby. Have it all. I know you're going to have the shoes and you're going to have the matching, you know, in your front pocket, whatever that is. But I just want to know if you had the feather in the hat. I think Joe's got this a little too thought out. No. <laughs> he brought it up. Yeah, that, that was, that was been, good. He'd been waiting on this good. one. Joe, have, have you that stood in front good. of the mirror with your pimp suit on? No. No. So you got to listen to, because my pimp juice, the video from back in the day. <laughs> me for my pimp juice i don't know so, Lucas. how'd he do you didn't you didn't like my brush your shoulders off so how'd he do on the pimp juice the pimp juice i, yeah. I i'm not so sure i want to be familiar with pimp juice <laughs> <laughs> i think it was nelly y'all remember nelly nelly uh -huh. 
Pimp yeah. Juice? Yeah, but I don't remember that song by Nelly, Pimp Juice. Just Google Nelly, Pimp Juice. It'll come up. I'll play it on the way home. Oh, I'm doing uh, right yeah. off the but not so Nelly's good. Pimp Juice. Lucas, Nelly's Pimp Juice. No. Lucas, what about you, man? What uh, What's your pimp name as a detailer? Scrub Daddy. A pimp name, Scrub Daddy. I like that. Scrub Daddy. No explanation needed, I guess. I stole it. It's not an original. <laughs> oh, wait. From a real pimp? No. So a few years ago in Shark Tank, they had this product called the Scrub Daddy. And it was like, it, you probably see them in stores. It's that little sponge that yep. looks like a smiley I think face. Nick's about to go uh, get his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they call it the Scrub Daddy. Yeah, yeah, and as soon as you said pimp name, I thought the word daddy and them like cleaning. Oh, Scrub Daddy. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I got the same one. Yeah, Nick got his. I saw that at Lowe's actually. Now that yeah. now that I see that, Nick, you're right. That's a, a Scrub Daddy is at Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, cooking with Nick. Uh, how'd the meal turn out? And then what's your pimp name in detail? Man, the best shit I make is the stuff that is thrown together with no plan whatsoever. And this is no exception. This is, it's messy because I've been digging into it, but like, God damn, this shit's good. Ooh, and he did the cast iron. Good job. Uh, looks like there's some nachos and some uh, jalapenos, some cheese. What else is in there? Shrimp, you said? Yup. Shrimp. I forgot what kind, but it was from Costco and it was like 16 bucks a bag. Like some type of red shrimp, something. It's good though. Um, I can see it right now though. Somebody walks into the town. How you doing, Mr. Jackson, Mr. Nicholson? You're with the electric, uh, eclectic electric. Welcome in. <laughs> Mr. Eclectic Electric. That's it. That's it. Mr. Electric. Electric. Ooh. That's your name. All right. Ooh. I like it. I like it. Let's go out to West Virginia. Is it a honky tonk? Is it a, uh, I mean, you, you're putting out music with, putting out uh, posts, you know, doing a lot of country music and, you know, that's your style. You've been up in Nashville. I mean, do you guys know what pimps are up there? I mean, what, what, what would your pimp name be in, in West Virginia? Oh man, it'd be it'd be Daddy Quick Split. Not here for a long time, but I'm here for a good time. <laughs> Did I not call it with the country music tie-in? Nicely done. Nicely done. Sounds good. I like it. Yeah. Good, good job. It was clean. Is that Alan Jackson that you quoted? No, dude, that's George Strait. Damn it, you're right. You're right. And I'm even a George Strait fan. What? I thought it was heck, Luke Bryan. Man? Yeah, no. no, isn't that Luke Bryan is who he put out that video of earlier, right? No, that's Luke Combs. Luke Combs from North Carolina. He he's actually got some country music. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the George Strait quote, even though I fucked it up with uh, with who actually did it. That is that, is, that was a great song of his. Absolutely. Uh, I I'm a we've been a we've been a George Strait fans in our our family for a long time, and I've completely fucked that up. That's 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 horrible. I, I should right. be ashamed yeah. of myself. I is it possible be to be American and not like George Strait? It is possible, <laughs> Joe. 
please uh please let him know who is george Strait again Wow. I wish there was a boot button on this Zoom call. He listens to real music like Pimp Juice by Nelly. Let's all vote to boot. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I wouldn't stay. Well, no, sorry, Derek. Damn it! I was going to say I was the only black dude, but my bad. <laughs> no, Joe, I'm only, I'm only, I'm only half black, but <laughs> I'm a black guy that don't know that country guy. I don't know. No, like... <laughs> no I don't, Joe. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who. It, I didn't know who it was. What? Uh, this is bullshit. I'll, I'll get listening. I'll get listening, but I, I didn't know you guys. Like, I don't, I don't know that guy. You guys hey, listen, don't go listen is. to country music. You'll want to drink a lot, start shooting things, and cry about your dog. And next thing you know, your wife's left, and your flat yeah. tire happened on your truck. So, hey, listen, you don't need to. You don't need to get into country music whatsoever. It's only a matter of time before there's the a country shit. song. That's who All I right. like. Blake Shelton and Luke Bryan is my two country songs, and that back road situation. Go real whatever it's called them my country songs so i don't <laughs> when i go to tennessee that's what i listen to on only YouTube. when you go to tennessee <laughs> <laughs> only so you tennessee. feel like you're one of the locals <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> hey six now like a thor thumb brad paisley lives like in my town like when i worked at home depot i've seen him a few times like He's got a few videos like in our square and stuff. Like, you don't meet some people. Call me. Mm. He's from West Virginia. All right, then. Yeah. <laughs> well, Yo. we got like three from Oklahoma. We, go, we got Eminem here in Michigan. That's about all. Oh, we got the chili peppers too, but I don't like the chili peppers. So we got Eminem. That's who, that's who we're I'm with we you, Lucas. <laughs> All right, but the best place to go listen to music is Red Rock up there and then uh, Dave's World. Hell yeah. This is still one of my dreams is to go to Red Rock and go to go watch some the amphitheater some stuff. Oh. Yep. No doubt. Yep. I think that would be a blast. All right, we got into music, but Dave, what is if you're a if you're a pimp in Colorado in the detailing world, what's your pimp name? Uh, Mr. Hot. Papa Steam Machine. <laughs> right. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it. John from Rhineshine, what about you over there in Arizona? What what's the pimping? Oh, look at him. He's got the feather in his hat and everything. Oh my gosh. Joe's gonna steal that at Mobile Tech it, next year. It would be a, a big Papa Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> big, big, big Papa, Papa Smalls. Smalls. Big Papa Smalls. Big Papa Smalls. <laughs> I love it. All right, Stephen, man, so glad you hopped on. Really appreciate it. Uh, what's your, what's your pimp name in the detailing world? Oh Lord, oh, <laughs> I had so much time too. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll go with Daddy Shine. <laughs> All right, Daddy Shine. Daddy Shine's coming down the bar. Dirty towel. Amen, brother. Yeah. Well, the I Shine. 
right, Julian hopped in for the last part of the episode. Thanks so much, Julian. Great to see you. The tab out question straight over to you, man, is uh, I'll go back to Derek and let him ask it. Julian, what would your pimp name be in the detailing industry? Oh, man. Pimp name, huh? Um, let's see. I was going to say spit and shine, but that's a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. No, that will work. That will work. A pit named Spit and Shine. That will work. Sir Spit and Shine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would rather have that as a business name. That'd be great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Guys, thanks so much. Great episode. Had a great time. Uh, Steven, man, thanks so much again for hopping in. I really appreciate it. Julian coming in at the last moment. Dave, brother, uh, it's always a pleasure. Love seeing what you guys are doing up there. It's it's really cool. Thank John you. from Sunshine, man, uh, especially over there in Phoenix. You guys are going to continue to dominate, and I'm excited about what you're going to do there in Phoenix. Joe clean, man. Uh, <laughs> I think that summarizes Joe clean. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Derek, great to have our question. Excited about the new uh, house for you, brother, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. man. Keep doing you. That's awesome. Lucas, Thank brother. You. Pleasure to see you. Dustin, great. It's underscore grooms on Instagram for people to go check out what Nick put out tonight. Guys, great, uh, great community pub. Really enjoyed that. This is really what I love about the community is oh, yeah. dive in, we toss around ideas of how we handle our business or how we think it is in our local area because we are the specialist in our local area. And this is the way we see it. So guys, thanks so much. I really appreciate y'all hopping on and a lot of fun times. Hell yeah. Have a good one, guys. All right, See fellas. See ya. Hey, this is Marshall. And as, as you witnessed from different people in other parts of the country, everybody's got their own way of dealing with things. You have your own way of growing your business. And as you begin to look around, I know that you will see ways that you can be a specialist. One way that you can be a hyper clean specialist is in distribution. There's things that you can do locally that begins to grow your business through a new leg, begins to offer products that maybe somebody else doesn't get until you offer it to them. Maybe that's cost savings. It's a tough time right now. Maybe that's overbuilt products that gets the job done through them with best products, process, and purpose. You think about your area and you think about distribution. Is that something you can do? Is it inside of you? Do you see it? Is it something you want? Hey, let's connect. Send us a message at HyperClean Store on Instagram or info at HyperClean Store in email. Let's see how you can continue to further your success with HyperClean Distribution. Hey, this is Marshall. Make it a great day.